Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to episode 67, signs that you need to eat more carbohydrates. So it's quite ironic because (laughs) I am recording this on, um, what are we, the 15th, so Easter Friday, so leading into your Easter weekend and how many carbs we may or may not be eating uh, with our hot cross buns and chockies and everything else. Um, But I do think it is a really important topic, which is why I'm going to take a few minutes to chat about it with you. So often I do see women under eating carbs. So whether that's for weight loss or just for fear of food or fear of the pain and the bloating, especially if you've got uh, SIBO, so small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, or maybe candida or another kind of parasitic uh, pathogen in the gut, it can, or eating too many carbs, or even eating carbs can just um, impact the way your body digests it and how you feel. So sometimes you'll see people eating lower carb for a specific protocol, and I definitely do that in my SIBO clients in that sort of phase one restricted or phase one semi-restricted and then we move into phase two where you can definitely increase those carbs so it should only be used as a therapeutic short-term approach. If you feel like that's you and you bloat from any form of carbs and by carbohydrates I mean things like fruits, uh, vegetables, um, your sweet potato, your regular potato, your rice, your quinoa. Yes there is your wheat and your pastas and your bread and pizza and all those things as well but even your simple stuff like your fruit and veggies a lot of them can bloat you and give you pain if you do have that SIBO or that intestinal overgrowth. So Here are some of the things that will relate to your carb intake. Uh, Fatigue, your exercise goals and your ability to exercise, the way you build muscle and if you're building muscle, weight gain, weight loss, uh, stress, sleep and also your periods and fertility. So if any of these points resonate with you like you're like oh I've got fatigue or I can't seem to build muscle or I don't sleep that well then think about your carb intake think about why you have a lower carb intake is it because you need to get some stool testing done or is it just a lifestyle or a habit thing or skipping meals not eating properly Um, and just really start to reassess how many carbs and what kind of carbs you actually have in your diet so If you're struggling to eat carbs, like I said, you may have that overgrowth in the gut. Um, Low-carb diets, like I said, can be therapeutic. They can help people with diabetes or managing their blood sugar levels, Uh, especially also if you have chronic infections, it can be helpful as well, but they can cause problems. So one of the problems I commonly see is fatigue. So carbs are your body's favorite fuel to burn, so they are used immediately for energy. Um, 
if you don't eat carbs, your body has to manufacture them. So if you have been eating low carb for quite a long time, your body may be tired of producing its own sugars. And if you think about exercising on an empty stomach where you haven't eaten prior, let's say first thing in the morning, you do get that cortisol spike because your body doesn't have the carbohydrates or the glucose stores ready to go. Uh, if you're struggling to perform consistently, like exercise-wise, or when you are exercising, you just feel lethargic and fatigued, do think about how many carbs you're eating prior, okay? So carbs do get stored in the muscles as glycogen, so the body loves to burn these while exercising, Um And if you exercise often, your glycogen stores may be low because you're not eating enough carbs to refuel that. So definitely think about tracking your carbohydrate intake over the day with MyFitnessPal or Chronometer to get an idea of how many carbs you're actually eating. And then start to think about when you're having your carbs as well. So This third point is your muscles don't grow even though you work out. If this is an issue for you and you don't feel like you're getting stronger or you can't see your muscles growing, then you need to start to look at what you're eating before and after your workout. So I say around two to three hours prior to a workout, uh, you want to be getting a good dose of carbs in. I like the two to one or three to one ratio so the one being my protein so say I'm having 30 grams of protein before a workout whether that's chicken or yogurt or egg whites uh, or beef mints whatever it is that's my protein so 30 grams that might be around 100 or 120 grams or 130 grams raw of meat and then I'm getting out of that about 30 grams of protein I then want to have two to three times that of carbohydrates. I'm looking at, you know, 60, 70 grams of carbs prior to my workout to make sure that I have enough energy to build muscle and also to sustain me throughout the workout. Now, post-workout, you want to refuel within that sort of hour. And again, your body is really insulin sensitive, so you can go higher on the carbs again. Again, that two to one ratio is really good. 25 grams of protein post-workout, 50 grams of carbs, refill back up is a really, really good uh, way to go about it. Um, in saying that you don't like, I go minimum one to one carbs to protein every meal for blood sugar balance. Um, at night I may not go two to one. I may be close to that, but I may not go two to one in that ratio, but I always aim for that one to one, but pre and post workout, I really make sure my proteins up there and my carbohydrates are up there so that I do build muscle. Now, if you feel cold all the time, this can be from a low-carb diet as well because it can cause symptoms of hypothyroidism. So if if you've got low carbs in the diet, that means you've got lower glucose and we know we need glucose to make T3 out of T4. So T3 is the form of thyroid hormone that delivers energy, so heat to the cells so if you're not converting that t3 out of that t4 then you are going to feel cold and hypothyroidism so an underactive thyroid is a big part of that Uh, some other things you might see like brittle hair and nails thin eyebrows um, difficulty with weight loss Uh, so some of those yes 
They can be a thyroid issue because that thyroid hormone is critical for weight loss. Um, But it's also important to assess, okay, but what's driving that thyroid? Why is it low? Okay, so low carb diets for a long time. And I was on low carb diet for years, under eating that 1200 calories, low body weight, missing periods, um, feeling cold, all those things. My thyroid was just struggling. Whereas now I have lots of orange juice, lots of honey, lots of rice, lots of sweet potato, two to three to four pieces of fruit per day to fuel my body properly. If you're struggling to lose weight, there is a couple components here. One is the thyroid aspect that I talked about. The others is that on a low carb diet, the stress, so your adrenal glands, also start to fire heavily okay so you produce a lot more cortisol which means that the fat burning molecules are going to work less efficiently so start by introducing more carbs actually step back track for two weeks track your protein carb fat intake take a screenshot send it to me because your protein is your non-negotiable. You need to be having enough protein each day. And this depends on your exercise goals, but I kind of go anywhere from 1.5 to 2.2 grams per kilo of body weight. So that could be somewhere between 100 to 150 grams of protein per day, let's say. So that's your non-negotiable. Hit that first. See where your fats fall. I'm going to say your fats are going to be too high and your carbs are going to be too low. So track it first, then make sure you're getting at least 100 grams of dense carbs per day. And then we start to work up. So people whose bodies are a lot more used to it, like me, can, you know, sit around that 300 grams of carbs per day and be really happy with that and feel really good on that. But if someone else jumps straight to 250 or 300 grams, you're really going to notice it. Um, And it's possible that you will store it as body fat because your metabolism's just not ready for it. Uh, The other thing is if you have a stressful life, you need those extra carbs to support the adrenal glands. So without adequate carb intake, the adrenal glands have to work harder to maintain blood sugar levels. Okay, so when this happens, then the stress hormones rise even higher. So a very high carb diet can cause the adrenal glands to work too hard. So if you're eating a lot of carbs, so we've really got to find that balance. Okay. So make sure you track for a week or two and see where you sit and then you can play around with it. So you to sort of, sort of get a nice happy spot for your body. Uh, carbs help the body, especially the female body produce serotonin. So serotonin is that calming feel good neurotransmitter. So getting adequate carbs in your diet helps you feel more calm in times of stress. If you're not sleeping well, often this is a carb issue as well. So serotonin, like I said, can help with that sleep and be very calming. So trying to have a good dose of carbs if you're like before bed definitely improves sleep quality. I noticed that heap. So if I'm still hungry, if I don't eat dinner till six or seven, I will have something else at eight or nine before I go to bed, especially if I'm exercising in the morning so that I've got glucose ready to go, but also because it will help you sleep better. 
And lastly, if you have irregular, painful or absent menstrual cycles, so if your periods are AWOL or super PMSy, you need to look into how many carbs you're eating because your body wants to feel fed. It needs to feel like it's safe. It needs to know that it can produce um, or it can be in a safe space to have a baby if it wanted to. So you've got to understand you don't necessarily need to have a baby, but your body has to to know that it's okay to ovulate all right so carbs are a really important component of that it also helps regulate your hormones levels and pro- helps prevent the estrogen which causes that painful cramping okay so some of those pms symptoms can come from like we've spoken out before low progesterone which loves carbs but also high estrogen so managing that as well So then one of the biggest questions people ask is, well, what carbs do I eat? So we know that carbs get a bad name for themselves because often we refer to that as processed foods like breads or cereals or pastries or those kinds of things. But that's not necessarily true because I have a really large portion of carbs in my diet, but they're quality carbs. So buckwheat, sourdough, um, sweet and starchy veggies like beetroot, squash, potatoes, sweet potato, um, lots of fruit, uh, quinoa and rice I eat a lot of. Uh, So some people do better with starches or some people do better with fruits. So I do better with fruits, whereas some people do really well with a lot of white rice um, and a lot of potato and things. Potato I find is fine, but too much white rice, brown rice is fine, um, can give me a bit of a stomach upset. So it's really just finding what works for you. Whereas I notice in a lot of clients, the opposite is true. Like they love um especially if they've had some kind of SIBO overgrowth, they find the lower fiber uh, rices are easy to digest and the really fibrous ones. And then how many carbs to eat? Like I said, track for a couple of weeks first and see what you're eating already. I would do that rather than putting a number down and working towards it because if that number's wrong or way higher than what you're already eating, you're going to feel crappy. So just see what your maintenance is at the moment and then we can tweak it from there. Well, I hope that was helpful. If you're going, oh, I want to eat more carbs, but I can't. I'm worried about putting on weight. Send me a DM on Instagram or have a look at my six-week gut health program, which will help you understand what carbs you're reacting to and how to heal your gut. Okay. Um, You can assess your gut health with my three-minute gut health quiz. Or if you're like, I need to jump in and I need to do some testing, then book a free 15-minute health chat and let's chat about getting to the root cause of what's going on with you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.